Good evening, everyone. I have seven o'clock, so I'm calling this council meeting to order. Um, please follow along as I lead you in the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you. Okay. May we have roll call, please? Can we do something about the sound? I, I can barely hear any of this. Mayor, can you turn on your turn up your sound on your iPad? I think it's up. I believe it's up. Okay. Councilman Mokler? Here. Councilman Sandretto? Here. Councilwoman Stady? Here. Councilwoman Gordon? Here. Councilwoman Lito? Councilwoman Lito? She's on, Mayor. Um, you have five present. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Uh, reading and approval of the minutes of the October 6th council meeting. Madam Mayor, yes. I move to approve the minutes as written. Okay. Do I have a second? Second. Okay. All in favor? Katie, aye. Gordon, aye. Mokler, aye. Lato, aye. Greto, aye. Okay. All right, motion carries. Okay, are there any opening remarks, housekeeping items, executive session requests? Okay, hearing none. Madam, Madam Mayor, yes. this is Council Mokler. I don't know yes. if uh, Mr. Ferguson wants to weigh in on this. I'd like to be able to speak about Mr. Deckard's concerns and what was released. I um, I believe that is going to be discussed. Um, is that on the, that is on the agenda, is it not? Yes, it's under discussion citizen concerns. Yes. Thank you. Okay. 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 Um, the notices of the liquor licenses are in your packet. 
And so we'll move on now then to the approval of the agenda. Madam Mayor, if I could, uh, I think uh, we're, uh, we can strike number five on items for approval uh, as that's uh, no longer necessary. That uh, approval was already given. So uh, we can strike that item uh, and, uh, or, or we can move to it and, and uh, uh, discuss it, but uh, it's unnecessary at this point. Okay, thank you. Madam Mayor, I move to um, approve the uh, agenda as typed except, excepting for striking item number five. Okay. Do I have a second? Lento, second. Okay, all in favor? Gordon, aye. Lento, aye. Mokler, aye. Stady, aye. Andretto, aye. Okay, motion carries. Are there any visitor comments on non-agenda items? I would, okay. but I didn't get in on time to get it before two o'clock deadline. Is this on an agenda item? No, when I looked at the agenda, there's nothing on it for anything that I was told that was going to be on it. So, well, you're on it. Well, uh, under the discussion items. Well, when I downloaded the documents today, I didn't I didn't see anything with respect to this Dollar General store or, or me saying anything. Uh, item number I two, uh, two, citizen concern is where you will be um, discussing your issues. Well, like I say, I downloaded the documents. I didn't see anything on it. So I just come to listen in to see what you people got to say. Okay. Because trust me, when I tell you, I've got an earful. Okay. Thank you. Um, we'll move on now to our regular reports. Uh, Sheriff's report. Um, Lieutenant Clark, please. So, hello everybody. Um, I'm actually Commander Steve Coy. Uh, Lieutenant Clark has been able to attend the previous meetings um, with you folks uh, as I was either out of town or on vacation. So, um, Generally, you will see me here attending these uh, these meetings, the city council meetings um, in the future. However, Lieutenant Clark may fill in for me from time to time. Um, for the uh, September 2020 report, the Sheriff's Office responded to a total of 277 calls for service. In comparison, they had 347 calls in 2019, so calls are down. Um, attached, pardon me, um, during those 277 calls, there were 36 actual case offenses that resulted from those calls. Um, and in comparison, again, 38 back in 2019. And then there were also 16 infraction offenses um, that were issued for um, the month of September. In reviewing um, the cases from the month of September, um, there was one burglary report um, for uh, the Coffee Depot over there off of 9th. Um, and in reviewing that report, it looks like um, we 
uh, were able to gain some evidence. However, we were not able to identify a suspect. So that case is at this time um, still open, but until we get further information, um, that's not going any, any further on that particular issue. Um, also a note you had, um, Benton City had seven theft calls. Um, a majority of those were male thefts and we were actually able, um, due to uh, some of the ring videos and video um, from some of the uh, homes over there um, off of 7th, um, we were actually able to identify a suspect um, in those calls, um, Nick Cannon, and we weren't able to find Nick. However, we have referred charges up to the PA's office for the mail theft. Um, in addition, you had, there was a bike theft where um, a juvenile had stolen a bike from property. That bike was um, subsequently recovered and the juvenile was identified and he was actually arrested and booked into juvenile for that theft. And then there was a, uh, an attempted theft of a generator um, able to get uh, suspect video on that. We believe it's Nick Cannon, but we're not able to completely put that together to be able to show that's positively him um, in the video on that. Um, for the most part, um, all the rest of the, the cases were, were pretty much um, handled. And um, unless you have any other questions, that's all there is for the report. Are there any other questions for um, Lieutenant Clark? It looks like uh, Mr. Cannon was a busy boy. Yes, yes, he was. He kept my camera very busy this month. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you had it on. Yeah, it was good work. It was good work working with the citizens on that particular case. Great. Okay. I haven't heard any questions other uh, any other questions? So I guess uh, thank you very much and we'll move on to the city attorney report. Thank, thank you. you. Yes, so um, yeah, as you guys can see the bill, uh, this is the statement from uh, uh, the previous month. Uh, obviously it's uh, high again, it's up uh, past uh, $16,000. Uh, most of that, uh, not most, uh, a good portion of that was related to as you can see in the, the bill there uh, was related to development review. Uh, a lot of that uh, is, or uh, uh, I think the residual effects of a lot of the, uh, the we have two kind of, uh, I guess, uh, things colliding uh, in the sense that we've had a, uh, a, a much higher demand or increase in interest uh, in land use uh, issues in uh, Benton City, but then also, uh, uh, ironing out some of the um, details about uh, the processes and some of those things. So uh, while that's uh, been uh, pretty high, um, the, the goal and the hope is that uh, that uh, will drop off precipitously uh, and uh, um, not from uh, lack of development, but from lack of uh, a need to utilize our services. Uh, now that you've got a planner uh, who uh, is a specialist, obviously, uh, uh, you know, can't, um, necessarily interpret the law, but it, it goes a much, much faster if uh, uh, those uh, folks who are doing that can uh, reach out to us and then just ask for uh, a simple interpretation of a particular provision. So uh, that's, a, that's a much easier process and, and much less expensive uh, process uh, uh, to, to be able to assist in that. So uh, that number should drop quite a bit. Um, the uh, You'll see also the uh, uh, the COVID uh, number uh, this this month is is up, uh, and that's related to kind of the implementation of uh, 
the program for uh, the, the funds, the CRF funds, COVID relief funds. Um, and so implement, implementing that program uh, required quite a bit of uh, um, documenting and, and drafting uh, to be able to uh, have the documents necessary to make sure we're in compliance with that. But uh, one of the things that I uh, uh, offered uh, last time we chatted about uh, uh, the bill and how uh, our, our services are being utilized and, um, uh, and our, our concern about uh, uh, the, the cost uh, was to make sure that uh, uh, we were able to outline more specifically about where, where these uh, funds were coming from. Uh, the, um, there have been some significant public records requests that have required uh, legal review um, uh, because they've been related to items where there's been threatened litigation. Um, most of the time those public records requests can be uh, handled uh, without us having to review it, but uh, if there is a threat of litigation related to that uh, and, and it's related to our communications, then we have to go through those, uh, those uh, communications to make sure that uh, privileged information um, uh, stays privileged. Uh, and finally, uh, just um, the uh, overall uh, general category of, uh, of items, uh, we're still trying to struggle with finding that balance to make sure that we're able to assist uh, the mayor and, and her staff by being able to um, do the functions that they need us to do while at the same time making sure that we're uh, getting council approval and making sure that um, anything that we're working on uh, that's going to be a significant item, uh, we want to make sure that the council's aware of that uh, because at the end of the day, we are kind of in a, in a, for lack of a better word, symbiotic kind of relationship where a lot of the day-to-day -day direction uh, has to come from uh, the mayor and, and staff and, and then uh, uh, ultimately the bill has to be paid by council. So. Uh, we want to make sure that we're, we're connecting those dots and making sure everybody's aware and uh, the more direction that we can get um, from, uh, from, from council about uh, larger projects that, that uh, aren't going to be more of a day-to-day uh, -day nature, uh, we really need uh, some input and buy-in and uh, making sure that we're, we're uh, you know, if we're spending money on, <clears throat> excuse me, on, on larger projects, it's going to be something that uh, is actually uh, something that the council uh, wants us working on uh, since we're the ones who uh, are going to be uh, coming to them for uh, uh, payment. So anyway, uh, but that's the that's the update for October, um, and I'd be happy to answer any questions. Madam Mayor, may I address the attorney on an unrelated subject? Um, yes, <clears throat> Eric. I know you said to strike from our agenda the approval. Yes, sir. Uh, the confidentiality, but I don't believe we voted on that last meeting. All we did was say that we were going to put it on the agenda. Yeah, no, I I, uh, I talked to both uh, Craig and, and uh, Tiffany afterwards, and, um, and I appreciate Craig uh, being uh, extra cautious. But uh, really, uh, what was uh, what needed to be accomplished was actually accomplished in executive session. Uh, so there is no need for it uh, to be on the agenda. He was he was. Uh, uh, adding that or, or uh, out of an abundance of caution wanted to make sure that uh, whether that needed to be some kind of formal council action and, and it doesn't it can be uh, council can uh, uh, take that action uh, uh, and give us that direction it's not a formal action that would require coming out uh, into full council okay I just wanted to clarify that since that was the direction that he pushed us down last meeting 
No, he he did, and and, and I uh, I told him that was uh, better than uh, the alternative. So I, it's it's easier to uh, to uh, overdo it than underdo it. So uh, yeah, that was uh, that was fine. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. Um, any further questions? Okay. Hearing none, we will move on to the city planner, uh, Nicole Stickley. Thank you, Mayor. Good evening, Council. I'm happy to be joining you tonight. Um, I look forward to getting a chance to actually get to see you face to face, um, hopefully in the near future. Um, I'm here just to present some progress that we've made since you approved our contract uh, around mid-September. Um, we've hit the ground running. Um, still gaining some familiarity with your code, um, but I can assure you that we're uh, well-versed in uh, the State Growth Management Act, uh, SEPA, and those types of things. We're well aware of how things work in Benton County. I myself have lived here almost 12 years in Benton County. Um, so we know that we know the area, we know a lot of the challenges around here, as well as uh, why you know Benton City is such a great place to live. Uh, just to highlight some of the things that we've been working on, um, we were tasked with quite a few items that had either uh, come in really recently or had been um, partially processed at the city. Um, and so we, we worked on those items, which I outlined in the memo for you all. Um, on the horizon, you'll see um, more work from us here in the near future on the periodic update required for the shoreline um, master plan, and that's something I've been working on with the city of West Richland, so uh, well prepared to help you in that regard as well. Um, I do want to let you know that uh, while I'm servicing your contract out of the PASCO AHBL office, we actually have 10 planners on staff um, throughout Washington State, and Millie Ann Van Devender works here in the Tri-Cities locally with me. So she and I uh, are working primarily on the Benton City tasks, and then if we have a need to bring in additional talent, we can do that as well. We have a deep bench. Um, and with that, I'll thank you for the opportunity uh, to perform this work for you. Uh, looking forward to uh, further updates in the future. And uh, thank you once again. Are there any questions of Nicole? No questions. I just want to thank her. Welcome aboard. Um, I know that we've needed you for a while, and we appreciate you hitting the ground running. Great. Thank you. OK. Thank you. OK, moving on then to Sue Jetter, who is going to uh, talk about the grant writer report and the grant writer situation, I hope. Sue. Good evening. Thank you. Um, so you have my uh, quarterly grant writer report. This is a snapshot, the end of September. Uh, so the um, Two applications were completed for Benton City. Uh, you've heard about these before, the, uh, the Benton City Riverfront Park and the Benton City Splash Pad Project. That was that six month process of uh, RCO applications for Recreation and Conservation Office. Also two projects went in for, um, for Prosser during that time. Um, so as you can see by the pie chart there, uh, Benton City got 40% of my hours worked during the quarter. Um, 
Also, I, I did spend some time, a little bit of time talking with Tiffany and Linda about your existing No Child Left Inside Award. That's the award that you received from RCO for the youth uh, kayaking, paddleboarding, and hiking programs last year. And due to COVID and the inability to offer these programs, um, the RCO is offering six month extensions that can take that money, allow you to have another six months to spend the money. So that would mean it would run out the end of 2021. Um, but that does have to be requested. So I have um, let Tiffany know of that and I'm available to help with that process if, if need be. But that's where that one stands for, for No Child Left Inside. Um, on the next page, um, you can see the uh, there we go. On the next page, you can see the, the status of applications there. This is as of October 1st. We had a million six pending. Um, and we have since then received our rankings for the RCO projects. And I have to say upfront, I was very disappointed in our rankings. There were a lot of great projects out there and I haven't looked at all of the details of how we fell. Um, in each category, but in the local parks category, there were 80 projects and the splash pad came in at 59. So very little chance of that one being funded. If you're, uh, if you're curious, Prosser's project came in at 39. Um, so they're kind of on the fence, probably not gonna be in the money either, but um, depends that the next step of that, they take the rank list and give it to the uh, legislature. And then the legislature votes those projects in, determines how much money they're allocating and um, appropriating to that. And then they uh, pass that as part of the budget next year. So we won't know for certain on, on these projects until June of next year, but pretty much guaranteed 59th is not gonna be funded. So that's, that's the news on the splash pad. Riverfront Park is in a different pot of money. It's in the water access funds and it ranked 12th out of 14. Um, so that does not look good either at this point, um, sadly. There's the same process with them. They take the rank list, give it to the legislature. It depends on how much money is available to appropriate to that. I do have the list of specifically what we were ranked down on. There are a few points that are totally out of our control, proximity to population being one of them. Um, I think there were nine points different between the highest project and where we ranked, and um, that's a point and a half. So that's, that's something there. Uh, they had some, our design didn't rank as highly as um, they would have liked. And so I'll be going through that with a fine tooth comb. I've talked to Alan, talked to Linda about this also, and Tiffany. So um, they were aware of that, but that's where those stand. Um, secondly, on the, um, on the situation with my position, with my contract, as you probably heard, I am retiring as of the end of this year. Um, and the Prosser EDA has uh, been searching for a replacement consultant who is interested in taking over the contract. And they found three good candidates. We are actually interviewing them tomorrow. I will be involved in that process um, as well. They'll all be working remotely um, or whoever we choose will be re working remotely. 
So we're looking at those tomorrow and um, I will be doing kind of a handoff before the end of the year and we'll be getting them in touch with the key people at Benton City as well as all of the other partners before that happens. We'll also be handing over um, electronic copies of all the awarded grants over the past years to Neil Ripplinger at Prosser EDA. So he will have that as well as um, the format, whatever format Linda would like the information in for, um, for Benton City. I will be handing that over also. Um, so where does that leave us as far as the Riverfront project, which I believe you're more um, committed to, that's probably not the right word, but anyway, more, uh, more passionate about than the splash pad. Um, so the Riverfront project, um, we had basically the ask was about $610,000. If you break that out into chunks for the project, um, $250,000 went to restrooms and utility extensions for the restrooms. $155,000 was for the road and parking, a gravel road and parking. Um, I think that may have been one thing that they didn't like about it. That's a large chunk of recreation money that's going to a gravel road and they're not crazy about paying for roads. So, um, so that's, that's one chunk, 155. The bike path extension to take it to the end of the bridge was about $100,000. There was a chunk of things, the picnic areas, the dirt paths around the, around the site, a natural fishing and launch, uh, boat launch area is about $35,000. And then the observation viewpoints and some landscaping was another $60,000. Um, as part of the application, the city was committed to a $152,000 match over the two years from mid-2021 to mid-2023. So I would recommend that you start taking a look at some of these chunks that are, um, that would be, you know, don't start any of the work until we have a solid no from them, obviously. But think about budgeting some of that money to do pieces of this project on your own. And then two years from now, going back and asking for, um, asking for further funding, funding to um, do additional development in the park. But there are things that can be done on that property. The property, since it's paid for by RCO as a park, that needs to, um, it needs to be available to the public for public recreation. So there's some things that can be done on that property without that funding. Um, so that's, that's my take on that. I wish I had better news to tell you, but um, a lot of really competitive projects out there and some of it's out of our hands and we did what we could. So uh, I can, we can send out that, that developmental site plan too. I didn't put that in the report, probably could have done that, but to show kind of what the plan was and make sure that Linda and Tef Tiffany and others have a copy of that as well. Um, lastly, the railroad. I had said before that I would get back to circle back around and look over that uh, valuation document that the Union Pacific Railroad had sent us. Uh, that was back in January when they finally sent us that valuation document showing that, um, showing the price that they felt the bridge was worth the, for the abandoned railroad bridge. Um, that we, and for those of you who are not aware of that, the thought was to um, 
acquire that bridge right next to that riverfront park site that we are uh, hoping to develop and then eventually make that part of a trail system that would go over into Red Mountain and then eventually connect to um, Badger Mountain Trail System. So the first step is actually acquiring the railroad bridge from, the, from Union Pacific. And in researching that further, I found that the valuation that they provided for one of the bridges here in Washington State was actually the exact same dollar amount, $770,000, was the same dollar amount as an RCO application for developing the entire bridge. It didn't even include the cost of the bridge. It included all of the costs to put on the new decking, railing, uh, some other bridges that were on that trail system. So I think I'm, I'm putting together kind of our thought process of what might be a more competitive, realistic value for that bridge. And we'll be in conversation with um, Linda and others at the city and keep you in that loop. Um, the ball's in our court as far as Union Pacific is concerned. They're waiting for us to come back to them with kind of not a counter offer, but a, uh, to keep the discussion going for uh, acquiring that bridge. So that's where I'm with that um, and plan to continue working on that in the next couple of months, as long as you want me to do that, uh, and see how much further we can get. I also did some research with the Rails to Trails Conservancy, and they're a group that provides funding and um, guidance, uh, technical assistance for people who are turning railroad corridors into trails across the country. And um, they have a lot of guidance about negotiating with railways and about setting valuations and uh, all those sorts of things for concerns of corridors, not as much about bridges, but there's some information there. So I placed some phone calls and we'll be talking to some people and just doing that research to um, lay the groundwork for the next steps that the city would need to take to make that happen. So are there any questions? That's all I've got. Not hearing any questions, um, but Sue, I definitely want to tell you how much we appreciate you and all the work you've done over the years, and uh, it's going to be hard to fill your shoes, that's for sure. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that. It's been my pleasure. You will be missed very much. Thank you. Yes, exactly. Okay. If there are no questions, we'll thank you, Sue, and we'll move forward. Um, the staff reports are in your packet. Um, I don't know if you had any questions or if Mr. Kurth is going to say anything about the maintenance report. Madam Mayor, I don't have anything to say unless council has uh, some questions. Okay. Any questions? Okay, hearing none, we'll move on to the council committee reports. Are there any council reports? Okay. All right, um, we'll move now then to items for approval.
The first is resolution 2020-41, authorizing the mayor to sign an agreement with the graffiti abatement program for 2020 and 2021. Madam Mayor, I move to approve resolution 2020 authorizing the mayor to sign the agreement with Benton County Graffiti Abatement Program for 2020 through 2021. Let's second. Okay, roll call please. Councilwoman Lateau. Yes. Councilman Sandretto. Yes. Councilman Mokler? Yes. Councilwoman Stady? Yes. Councilwoman Gordon? Yes. Five yeses, Mayor. Thank you. Motion carries. The next item is resolution 2020-43. Um, um, awarding the Oh, wait a minute, I think I've missed one here. 2020-42, authorizing the mayor to sign the Department of Ecology Shoreline um, Master Plan Program grant. Madam Mayor, I move to approve um, the resolution 2020-42, authorizing the mayor to sign the agreement with the Department of Ecology Shoreline Shore, Shoreline Shoreland Shoreline Master Program Grant <laughs> in the amount of eleven eleven thousand two hundred dollars. Right on a second, Madam Mayor, Councilman Mokler, if I could just make one quick point on the information provided to us, Stephanie's email was still listed as point of contact. If we could make sure that gets changed. Yes, I think uh, Nicole is. Uh, acting as our contact now um, for this. In fact, she put us in touch with the people. So thank you, we will make sure that's done. Okay. I don't know that everyone has voted. Has everyone voted? Uh, would you like to do a roll call, Mayor? Yes. Councilwoman Gordon? Yes. Councilman Sandretto? Yes. Councilman Mokler? Yes. Councilwoman Lateau? Yes. Councilwoman Stady? Yes. Five yeses, yes. Mayor. Thank you. Motion carries. All right. Uh, the next item is resolution 2020 43. Awarding Benton City Small Business or um, Coronavirus Relief Fund Grants. Um, does anyone want to speak to this? Tiffany, can you speak to this on the reason that we have that number of grants? Sure. Um, so this is our first um, round of approving complete applications. So these are um, the first uh, 
small business grants that have been approved by myself and Councilman Mokler, at least as far as there's a complete application and there was attach attachments that showed there was a loss during um, the time that there was the stay at home orders. Um, and we'll be talk I'll give an update during the discussion part, but this is just to approve these first um, applicants. Okay. Madam Mayor, um, I move to approve resolution 20 uh, 44, authorizing the mayor to sign the small business grant agreement with each awarded business. Smoke, where I'll second. Okay. Um, I thought we were on resolution 43, which was the list of grants. Um, yes, we are. Oops, sorry. Okay, so. That's okay. I've been doing it all night. So. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, I move to approve resolution 2020-43, awarding Benton City Small Business Coronavirus Relief Grant, Relief Fund Grants to awardees <laughs> listed on the award list as presented to, in the total amount of 27000 with each recipient listed receiving 3000 each. Okay. Ms. Mokler, I'll second. Okay. Roll call, please. Councilman Sandretto? Yes. Councilwoman Latell? Yes. Councilwoman Stady? Yes. Councilwoman Gordon? Yes. Councilman Mokler? Yes. Five yeses, Mayor. Okay, motion carries. Thank you. And the businesses will thank you, I'm sure. Okay, moving on now to resolution 2020-44, authorizing the mayor to sign the small business grant agreement with each awarded business. Yes, I'll go with it and say I move to approve resolution 2020-44 authorizing the mayor to sign the small business grant agreement with each awarded business. Second, Stady. Okay. Um, all in favor? Gordon, aye. Stady, aye. Lato, I. And Reto, I. Five eyes, Mayor. Okay, thank you. Motion carries. Okay, Mrs. Leto, it's time for vouchers. Madam. All right, Madam Mayor, I move to approve payment of claim check numbers. 30739 through 30772 with EFTs as listed in the amount of $77,447.31 and payroll check number 30710 with EFTs as listed in the amount of $82,895.70 
for a total of $160,343.01 this 20th day of October 2020. Okay, roll call please. Councilman Sandretto? Yes. Councilman Mokler? Yes. Councilwoman Lateau? Yes. Councilwoman Stady? Yes. Councilwoman Gordon? Yes. Five yeses, Mayor. Okay. Thank you. All right. Um, now we'll move into items for discussion. And the first is the CARES grant update. Uh, Tiffany, you were going to discuss that. So as of today, we have, we have received 22 applications. Um, we just awarded nine tonight. We have 10 under review. We have one denied because they did not have a Benton City business license, which was required. Um, and then we have two um, under review uh, for, for legal matters. Um, so the, the biggest uh, thing we're trying to help businesses with is getting something that shows that they have lost money. So the easiest thing we found for them to supply would be their excise tax information, which includes their B&O tax and their sales tax aid. Um, so most businesses have provided that, but some of the smaller businesses, if they um, cannot provide something like that, we feel as long as they can attest that uh, the information they're providing us is accurate, then we're, we feel that if they're attesting to that, then, then they're telling us that that's the way it is. So uh, Paula Cower is the first one who looks at the application and really tries to, to call these businesses and make sure they have everything they need and the application is filled out completely. And then, um, like I said, then uh, Mr. Mokler came last Thursday and will come this Thursday and we'll review another batch of businesses. Um, and then hopefully again uh, next week. So at the next meeting, we will have most of them awarded. And since council has uh, extended the end of the grant till October 31st, probably that first meeting in uh, November or the second meeting of November, we'll have the final few awarded. So that's where we're, we're at with everything right now. Okay, thank you. Are there any questions of Tiffany? Okay. Tiffany, I've got a question for you. Yes. Um, did we make any progress on um, getting a list of uh, the video equipment and, and that type of thing we talked about the last meeting? We actually uh, had one person come and give us or come and look at our equipment, but we have not received the quote yet. We have another person that wants to come uh, by the end of this week to give us a quote. So they uh, apparently since they're audio vis visual companies, they're a little busy now. Uh, so that's why it's taken us a little longer. Got it. Okay, great. Thank you. You're welcome. Any other questions? Okay, hearing none, we'll move on to the citizen concern. And uh, Mr. Ferguson, are you going to be discussing this? 
Certainly can. Yeah. So the uh, let me get my video going here. Sorry. So my understanding was that there was some um, communications from some uh, from some folks uh, for, from some citizens that uh, wanted to communicate uh, related to a specific matter, um, uh, a land use matter. And one of the concerns that I have about uh, the uh, uh, the the I guess the way that uh, it was being proposed that that information uh, get to council. Uh, this is a this is an odd situation in that um, while some of those concerns, uh, folks want to uh, make sure that their council is aware of of their concerns. Um, this is a, a unique land use is a uh, is a very uh, technical and and very uh, uh, fraught with uh, with peril uh, area of law. And one of the things that we have in our code is uh, it's not quite clear, uh, but the way th uh, that our particular process uh, works for this, this type of situation that the, the citizen has concern about, uh, the council uh, could ultimately have a decision-making uh, role um, with regard to the actual uh, applicant. Uh, typically that triggers a whole lot of uh, uh, concerns legally because that means councils uh, stepping into a quasi-judicial role because they're they're actually uh, ruling on a particular permit where they may actually have to uh, uh, condition or, or they may decide to condition, deny, or, or, or allow. So one of the concerns that I had was related to the information that uh, uh, the, the local citizen was trying uh, to have uh, brought to council my concern is that uh, that starts to trigger a lot of concerns related to what we refer to as ex parte contact, which is uh, essentially giving um, a decision-making body um, or person uh, information that they wouldn't otherwise normally have before them. Uh, it's essentially the, the, the best example of it is uh, a judge um, getting information uh, uh, outside of a court uh, setting where uh, they may be able to have information that they wouldn't otherwise have. Uh, those are uh, those are um, common uh, problems uh, or, or concerns uh, with, re with regard to uh, land use. So uh, I didn't feel it was appropriate to um, have the request uh, that the citizen had to have information uh, put in the packet and directly in front of council. I'm not I'm not totally sure that uh, uh, because we are kind of in a little bit of a gray area here and, and a little bit of a no man's land. But uh, I think out of an abundance of caution. Um, that was my recommendation was to not have that uh, specific information put in the packets uh, and, and uh, put uh, directly in front of council. Now, is there anything council can do uh, uh, if that information is uh, uh, you know, given to them and uh, in some other setting? Um, most likely not, but uh, I didn't think it was appropriate to uh, have that information when there still was a, uh, a potential for council to actually have to take on that role of uh, making it a, a land use decision. That's all I have. Okay, does council have any questions uh, regarding this? Uh, I do know that he did send the uh, information to you all. Um, do you have any specific questions about it? It 
may be helpful if I'm a little more precise in terms of what the concerns were. Uh, the concerns uh, with related to the particular information that was uh, attempting to be provided really related to the substance of the application. Uh, and that's really where it starts to draw uh, uh, some concern. Uh, I, I do know that there were also some concerns uh, that were voiced uh, uh, by the citizen uh, related to the process uh, and uh, um, the process generally. Uh, now, uh, where that gets to be uh, tough to separate is when you're talking about how that, uh, that process uh, may have been used in this particular uh, situation. So, um, yeah, that's, that's why it's uh, a, a very uh, delicate uh, dance between uh, information and uh, a, a citizen concern related to uh, a potential process versus a particular uh, application. Okay, um, hearing no more questions, then um, I guess we'll move forward. And we'll- uh, end Madam Mayor? Yes. Madam Mayor, this is Councilwoman Lateau. I just have one question. Okay. So obviously we have received a couple emails from a citizen. Uh, has anybody chatted with him or addressed his concerns and what he has put in those emails? Eric, I'm, I'm not sure if you guys have yes, talked with him um, or, or what. I don't think Eric has, but Tiffany certainly has been sending him um, all of uh, responses to his um, emails and certainly got him his records request um, information, that sort of thing. Also, to add to that, uh, we, ha we have also been supporting, uh, um, uh, we, we're, we're aware of all the correspondence and have uh, been able to uh, provide uh, analysis on, on the concerns. All right. Thank you, Eric. You bet. You haven't answered the question. I'm sorry? Who is that? I didn't hear your question. Could you please identify yourself? This Dan. Okay. You guys haven't you guys haven't answered my questions. And plain and simple, you haven't answered the questions I've sent. Why? Madam Mayor, would you like me to respond to that? I would. Yes. Sure. Yeah. So w one of the things that that we can't do is provide legal advice and to to citizens we, we obviously represent the municipal corporation um, we tried to provide as much information as we can uh, with regard to the concerns um, that information has been um, and, uh, and and miss coughlin has gone uh, above and beyond to provide information uh, related to this matter and i know mr D deckert would uh, vehemently disagree with that but uh, i can assure um, the city that um, everything uh, that would be required by law to be provided has been provided and uh, above and beyond that. So, um, uh, it, and, and I know that that might not necessarily um, be what's preferred uh, 
by some folks, but um, I can certainly um, say that uh, there has been uh, no shortage of effort uh, to um, try to do everything that uh, uh, both staff and our office can do to try to provide as much information as we can um, in, in situations like this. So um, I guess that's all I can say. I appreciate that. However, answer one simple question. How come five people in my neighborhood have not received a notice as required by law of people within 300 feet to be notified of this development? Five. How come there's 29 people I looked at through Google Maps that are within 300 feet and the city notified 15? Simple, sure, yeah. si 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 simple questions I, I submitted, no response. Mr. Deckert, that, yeah, I appreciate your question. And, and I would say that while I can't give uh, legal advice, I can assure you that the city of Benton City, uh, in my legal opinion, has provided the proper notice to the, uh, based on the code and based on, um, on the uh, state law of what they need to provide. And I know uh, you don't agree with that analysis and that's, that's certainly your right, but uh, uh, that's my opinion and um, that's what I've advised the city. And I have five people that are willing to testify before city hall, the courts, whatever, that they never received the notice. Justify that. But Mr. Deckard, I don't have to justify anything, uh, certainly to you at this meeting, but I will say this, um, with the city of Bent City, uh, is uh, we're well aware of your concerns. We're well aware of what the law is and what's related to this matter. Uh, and uh, we've given them uh, our advice and um, that is what it is. If, if uh, that's something that uh, you or anybody else disagrees with, that's certainly uh, you're right. And, and we'd encourage you to, uh, uh, to uh, do what you feel is best. Okay. Um. I think we should maybe um, move on now. And um, with that, I'm going to close the public meeting portion and uh, go into executive session. So the public meeting is now closed. Okay, Mayor, let me get everybody, for how long? Yes, we need to know the time. Um, Eric, can you tell us approximately how long it will take? I think uh, Alan, uh, with regard to the real estate matter, is probably going to be the larger one. Um, I only need about 10 minutes for mine. So, um, half an hour, shall we say? Yeah, that sounds safe. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, I'm going to put everybody in the waiting room.